The views and opinions expressed on Wrestling Wind Down are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of any other agency, organization, employer, or company. Hey guys, it's Lo, and you are tuned in to Wrestling Wind Down, a female-founded and hosted podcast dedicated to professional wrestling and our favorite adult beverage. On this week's episode, I am joined by a very special guest that I've wanted on the show for so long, and she is a Jane of many trades. She is a wrestling influencer, a wrestling fashion designer who has designed merchandise inspired by the likes of The Undertaker, The New Day, Sable, and many more. She recently accompanied AJ Gray to the ring at the Collective in Indianapolis, and she is the OG Wrestle Bay. Alexis Littlefoot joins me in this episode, and we are chatting about everything from how her passion for professional wrestling began, to her day leading up, to her managerial debut at the Collective in Indianapolis, to what inspired her to make wrestling merchandise. We're also spilling the wine on Alexis's involvement with the WWE Superstar Search. So grab your glass of wine. We're going in for the three count. As I mentioned in my intro, I am joined by Alexis Littlefoot. Alexis, I hope you're ready to sip some wine and talk some wrestling. I'm grateful to be here. I've like watched you guys since like the very first show. And when you guys like were just teasing this idea and I was like, oh my God, their logo is so cute. Oh my God, this is such a great idea. Oh, that means so much. Thank you. I love it. (laughs) How did your interest in wrestling begin? I grew up my mom was a single mom so my older cousins would watch me and they had like I had cousins around my age and younger than me and my little cousin he would play the wrestling video games on his PlayStation all the time Mm -hmm. so my first introduction to wrestling like in my real life was a video game I just thought it was like a video game like Tekken or Mortal Kombat I didn't Uh know that it was an actual show that comes on TV once you realized that WWE just wasn't a video game and it was a television show did your interest peak and how old were you at this time when I first played the video games I was like super young I was probably like five or six And then I randomly, years down the line, flipping channels. It's a Thursday night. I'm probably supposed to be asleep at this time. I can't remember if I was on spring break or not. And I flip channels and I just land on John Cena and he's coming out. And this is during the feud with JBL. So Mm -hmm. they're doing all this, the big build up to WrestleMania. So that was my first introduction to real life wrestling was John Cena in his Dr. Of thugonomics gimmick. You are one of many people that I've had on the show that have mentioned that John Cena has brought you to wrestling, and he also did the same for me. I've mentioned it before, but I found wrestling on the Spanish channel before, came across to while flipping channels as well, and saw John Cena and was instantly captivated with the characters that were on Monday Night Raw and everything that was going on. And I don't speak Spanish, but I still understood what was going on through, you know, the videos and stuff like that, and eventually found it on the USA Network and just completely fell in love with it too. You are also a well-known wrestling influencer. I have your shirt on right now. You've designed merch. What inspired you to get into designing clothing? I have been obsessed with fashion since I was a little girl. I always dreamed of being a fashion designer. That was my dream job. I would like in notebooks draw little girls with like jersey dresses on and stuff like that and like just design my own type of dresses for like the 2000s and they were all like looking back on and they were probably like super horrible looking now but <laughs> went to school to be a fashion journalist um, mm-hmm. because mom I couldn't go to fashion school because it was way too far cost too much money and there's like really no guarantees in fashion 
Right. So I met in the middle and I was like, well, I really like writing as well. So once I got to high school, I like found literature and was really good in English and writing and all that stuff. So when it was time to go to college, I was like, well, I still want to do fashion, but I don't want to do it to the extent of like, I mean, I know how to sew and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to like be a struggling intern and right. have to do all that crazy stuff. And I'm like, I'm, I want a job fresh out of college. That's just my goal. So I went to school my first year. I actually had to like sneak into college. So I was paying out of state tuition. So we found like a loophole. And if you take a major from an out of state school that's not offered anywhere in your state, you can go to that school for in-state tuition. So that's what I did. So I originally went my first first year at UK, I went for arts administration. And then so like with a theater focus and did some acting there. And then my second year, I, I somehow magically got a student loan and um, changed my major journalism. And then I double majored in fashion merchandising you have designed merchandise inspired by superstars of today and yesterday including the likes of sable the new day rick flair and many more what was the first shirt that you designed and distributed based off a wwe superstar uh first piece of merch like was like bootleg i guess that's what people call it bootleg wwe merch was the i feel like taker shirt i made it that one i made it as like a just a little one-off for myself so what I did was I had a friend who was making at the time Kanye's I feel like Pablo mm-hmm. merch was popping and he was on that Pablo wave so I took it and my friends actually took it and they did a I feel like Gucci man shirt and I reached out to him and I was like well you already have the fonts and stuff I need you to make me I feel like taker and this was right after gosh this was so long ago this was right (laughs) after I feel like he he lost to Roman Reigns at Wrestlemania and that's like not even my favorite shirt what is your favorite shirt uh, the Ric Flair collection that I did with the Rolex logo was probably my favorite because I did all the lettering and all the color matching and all the, I did the entire logo myself. We have to talk about this. I've had so many questions for a long time. The diva search, the whole debacle the there. The superstar Search. Oh, yes, the superstar search. So I remember yeah. seeing this online when they first put it out there and there was a bunch of people trying to figure out who, you know, who was auditioning for this. And there were a couple people I recognized. And then I saw you said something and I was like, oh, wow. But, you know, you were very discreet about it, which I respect. You know, you don't want everyone knowing your business. But mm-hmm. how was that process? I had like a pretty different process. So what they did was they had like a website where you go and you fill out an application. They announced this right before Phoenix, before the Royal Rumble in Phoenix and Mm -hmm. or after. I can't remember if it was before or after. Um, So Phoenix was the weekend that me and all the girls, Aaliyah, Alex, everybody all went and met up. The Russell Bays. For Royal Rumble because we... So we all like do this like collective trip and this is like the one that everybody could pretty much go on. And it was like literally the best weekend weekend that we've had. And that was the weekend where the WWE PC channel followed us when we were at Access and they did that whole um, 
video package for us and that was mm-hmm. amazing or i saw it go out when wwe tweeted it that they were doing a diva search or super soul search or whatever you want to call it and so i talked to the girls and i was like i think i'm gonna apply and so I applied and then a couple days later or like a week later, I got a call from a casting director from E-Network because um, that's who they were doing it with because, you know, WWE has a big partnership with E. And she called me. We did a quick little like phone interview. Um, and then she was like, well, I'm going to move you up and we're going to do like a Skype interview zoom interview whatever and so it was scheduled for like two days after that or three days after that so i got cute dressed up all cute um and we did this interview and that was where it ended i did the video interview and they were were like the next level was to pass it on to like the actual director of the show Mm -hmm. um and i guess it got passed on from there and i wasn't what they were looking for honestly in my humble opinion they didn't want girls that already knew about wrestling that's that's the vibe that I got from it Hmm. Uh, I know there was a few girls that were already wrestlers that were in talks of being on the show but from the girls that I and so I ended up actually like I wanted this so bad because I was like this has always been I fell in love with the diva search when it first happened and some of my favorite divas are from the diva search era Mm so I was like oh this would be you know great for me this is how I want you know want to come in like it's a reality show too and I have a personality for reality tv I feel like so so they had like an in-person casting in LA oh Um, I remember that yeah yeah and me and Aaliyah went to it because that's when she was living in LA at the time so I spent literally almost my last $500. I put $500 on a credit card and got like a last minute plane ticket to LA because I was like, I'm getting this part. Like I'm not playing. I'm getting on this TV show. So we went and they had like different casting directors there. And of course, the the one I get was the girl that already interviewed me. So I didn't get pushed through from there. But a girl from my group that got pushed through, she was like an Instagram model. Mm-hmm. Um that's what I think they were looking for, like. But I don't even think it went to TV, did it? It seems like it got no. TV. So I feel like they, because he was in charge of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So he kind of like literally act, let E do all the things, and E E's gonna cast for a reality TV show, like how they cast for Love Island or how right. they cast for any of these MTV reality shows. They're not gonna cast for a Survivor because they don't have a show like that on their network right they're going to cast for a total divas like Mm -hmm. they're going to cast like they want personalities they don't really want athletes I think that's that's part of it they produced the girls that they chose and WWE was like nah I don't even know if they shot a pilot for it honestly you recently made your managerial debut at the collective accompanying AJ Gray in his match against Desmond Xavier so how did this whole pairing come about like you were saying like wrestling twitter and i feel like back in the days like social media was a a major aspect of professional wrestling you know of course you had the internet but but i feel like the wrestlers would stay away from the internet just because of the dirt sheets like that was like the main thing like they trashed the internet because the dirt dirt sheets were this and this and this because they were basically telling all their drama that was supposed to stay behind the scenes right but 
now with wrestling Twitter and Twitter in general, more wrestlers are active because they're using social media to get their character out there and get booking and get jobs and stuff like that. I really don't know how it happened. I want to say it was like something was going on. It was some like major controversy. I can't remember what the exact controversy was, but somehow AJ Gray got retweeted onto my timeline and I was like man this guy's spitting some real stuff like he's he's really saying what what we've been saying you know all this time and I think AJ's one of those guys that he really doesn't care what people think of him so he's gonna say what he has to say and and that's the type of person that I am if you follow me on social media I'm gonna say what I have to say it's gonna be right there in black and white and I'm not you know that's what it is so from there I just started following him and then we just started engaging on Twitter and we noticed my real name is similar same to his real name he's from Lexington Tennessee I'm from Lexington Kentucky so like Mm -hmm. the coordination was there Um, and we just became friends like everybody else now does nowadays just friends from the internet and I tweeted I'm going to be this guy's manager one day or something like that. And it, and I was supposed to do this for him when the collective for the culture was going to be in Tampa. So uh-huh. yeah, this has been a long, long drawn out thing. And that was like, literally like to me, it was like, dang, that's like literally my first gig. Like, dang, I'm, I'm salty, you know, with COVID hitting all, like it did. And, but then they came back and did it again in Indianapolis. And I was like, well, the back of my mind was, I was like, dang, they're going to redo this again. And I'm not going to be able to go because it's going to be somewhere far, far away. And then mm-hmm, when right. they said it was going to be in Indianapolis, I'm like, oh, well, that's only like a two and a half hour drive for me. Like I can drive down. Even from then, we still hadn't discussed it. Like we had discussed it all leading up to Mania, but we hadn't discussed it like post-COVID and, and during quarantine and all that stuff. Looking back on this moment, how did you feel during and before it? Now that you're training to be a wrestler yourself, seeing how everything went, what feelings and emotions did you have? Oh, I was nervous. Like, literally, the whole day, we had not even had any communications. Like, when I got there, I was like, I'm here. <laughs> and he had, like, a match at 12 o'clock. And from there, I went to my hotel, changed, got ready. And then we somehow went there, like, a couple hours early, went backstage. I almost didn't get in. Like, I, like, literally showed up to this thing with, like, no ticket. <laughs> Like, and that's how I show up to most shows because I'm like, well, I always know somebody that knows somebody that's going to be able to get me in. <laughs> so I literally, like, they were like, well, we're not selling tickets for the show. I'm like, well, I'm not going to wait here until 11.59. Like, I'm going to get in the <laughs> building. It's cold. Like, I'm not about to wait. So I ended up getting in somehow. Actually, thanks to my friend, Stella. She got me in. So we went backstage, saw AJ. He was still going through his match um like just prepping and all that stuff backstage and Mm -hmm. it's just like a different feeling like and I was still like we still hadn't talked about it like we knew I knew it was gonna happen but we hadn't like discussed anything I go and watch all the first couple of matches and then during the match like right before his he's out watching the match and I come to him and I'm like yo am I still walking you out he was like yeah and I was like okay and he was like, well, meet me, like, right before this ends, back back by the gorilla. And I was like, okay. 
my heart's beating. I go and I sit next to Stella and Sunny Kiss, and I'm like, y'all, I gotta walk AJ out to his match. I'm scared to death. He hasn't <laughs> told me anything that I'm supposed to do. And so I go back to meet him, and I was like, I would, I couldn't even get the words out of my mouth. He already knew what I was gonna say. He was like, don't ask me what you're supposed to do because I have no idea. I was like. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, like I've never done this before, like seeing people do it. Like I watch wrestling on TV and I'm like, well, how hard could it be? And I was like, well, I'm like overthinking all these scenarios, like what I could do. I'm like, I'm not about to go out here and embarrass myself and these people don't even know who I am. I was like, well, I know the lyrics to a theme song. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to rap those lyrics and I'm going to just keep it moving. And that's exactly what I did. And you did a good job. (laughs) <laughs> oh thank you i have not watched it back like i i refuse to watch it back i saw the like compilation someone had made the other day yeah, I saw that's, that. the only, yeah. that's the only thing i've seen i haven't like gone back and fully watched it on tv and i probably never will you also recently started wrestling training in your hometown how has that been well it's not technically my hometown i drive literally like 50 minutes away um to a city called well it's not even a city um cynthiana kentucky but it's going well i'm super excited hurts a little bit i face planted today oh so you, <laughs> it like really is like ballet like you have to get your steps right or like you have to calculate like but if you're in midair so what we were doing is I, we were doing a spot where i like go up and do kind of like a jump up and he goes between my legs Mm -hmm. And, like, literally, I came down so fast, I guess, and he didn't crouch down low enough because I can't really get up that high. I can get pretty high, but not too, like, crazy high. Mm -hmm. Um, And he, like, clipped me going under, and I, like, literally fell face forward, and I did not catch myself because I'm, like, eyes closed, like, I'm going to hit the mat. I'm going to hit the mat. And literally my chin, like, smacked the mat. Even though you are in the beginning of wrestling training, I am super excited to see what's next for you in the wrestling world, and I'm sure a lot of other people are as well. Where can the people keep up with your journey? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Yellowfoot. That is Y-U-N-G, Littlefoot, um, and Littlefoot.com. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Wrestling Wind Down. You can find all of our other episodes available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and wherever else you listen to your podcast. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at WWDCAST. Our new website is also coming soon. Let us know what you thought about the episode. What was your favorite part? We upload episodes with brand new co-hosts every week. Until next time, enjoy your wine and, of course, enjoy your wrestling. Cheers! Cheers.